0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
2: You're listening to The Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Back to the show. How you doing?
1: Thank you. Good. How you doing?
2: I am uh I'm alright. Um Yarma, you you know that uh, you've been a GM for a long time uh so I'm I'm sure you've uh you've fluctuated between uh frustration and patience and, and everything in between at that time. Um you know, there was a lot of people that probably yourself included that were hoping, you know, this season would be you'd be a lot more competitive. You'd made some good moves the last few years in the off season. When you kind of evaluate the first half of the season for your team uh you know, Why has it gone so wrong? What, has there been a few main reasons why your team is struggling to this level?
1: Yeah, it's been frustrating, to say the least. Um, I think that uh, the inability to close games, we've been in the lead so many times and haven't lost it. Um, we've been scored seven times, uh, six on five against at the end of the games. 11 seconds to go in New York. Fifty seconds to go against the Florida Panthers in Florida, and so forth. And those are the most frustrating ones, where where you play good for two periods or fifty minutes, and then you can't close out a game. Um, and um, we had a nine-game losing streak because of that. So that's a steep hill to climb from uh, from the, from the bottom, and and um, it's been. A, I always try to see it as as a great learning lesson when you uh, when you struggle and go through adversity, but. That we've been doing and and going through this build now for probably a little bit longer than anybody wanted and including our fans. And, and it's been frustrating to say the least, but there have been a lot of great, great things too, with our young players growing in front of our eyes and, and gaining that experience. And we've beaten some really good teams. We've been in most of the games. We obviously are not in the standings where we'd like to be, but we've shown that we can beat anybody at any given night. And, and, um, but it doesn't make the uh the frustration about the standings any any better and and uh we just got to keep grinding and I I think that that's the one thing we have uh, in our group is that they they keep working at it they keep grinding away and they 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 want to turn this around.
2: Yeah, that's an amazing stat. I didn't know that uh seven goals uh when you're up by one protecting a lead and then, you know, you go to overtime and you you lose it and yeah, that has to be a uh, very frustrating. But uh you know, Fantilli Uh, We we got a lot of young players that I think you're pretty high on. Let's start with him and I'm just kind of his evolution this year. Like teenagers in the NHL, man, it is rare to have any semblance of success. It is a hard, hard league. If if your age starts with a one, yet uh, you know what? He's looked pretty good overall, Yarmo. How um you know he's yet to really kind of have a dip.
1: Yeah, he's he's been good. He's he's a mature young man, both physically and mentally. So we kind of expected that uh coming into the season that he'd have a good chance to make a team and make an impact and and uh he, he's strong physically and, and so he doesn't have to go through that much of an adjustment in, in in uh in what a lot of the teenagers have to do because they're just not strong or heavy enough even to play play in the league yet. But he's a he's a big man so he's uh well put together and he can handle the battles and but I think the grind of going through eighty two games and having come from college and where they play not even half the games is is probably the biggest adjustment the um the schedule the travel all that stuff and and obviously the demand of the league and the uh the opponents that get thrown at you uh with the matchups you get on the road when you play the uh, Edmonton Oilers or the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs see the, the coaches are smart they see a young center and they they're going to throw their best center on the ice in the, with the matchups and and that makes the job even harder and but he's handled it well, and he's a positive, positive kid, well-driven kid, and and determined to be an impact player in this league for a long time. So we're happy to have him.
2: Yarmo Kekalanen, GM of the Blue Jackets, joins us. Yarmo, you moved him to the wing with the return of Boone Jenner. And, man, it's hard not being the NHL. I think it's even harder to play centers. You talk about the other teams and sending him over there. Uh, You know, Dylan Holloway was a natural center, and now he's playing center finally. There's lots of guys around the league who come up as youngsters, and and they get put on the wing. There's just less defensive responsibilities. I also think it's a little bit, you know, less physically taxing. Is that part of the reason you have Fantilli on the wing is just, you know, there's less responsibility. It's already tough enough to be in in the NHL as a rookie, never mind a center.
1: Yeah, I think that's the main reason with all all of the – the, the natural centers that start at the wing, because uh, as you said, the defensive responsibility, the face-off, the matchups you're gonna you're gonna see on the road with the with the coaches looking at a young center, there are licking their lips, saying, okay, well let's let's put McDavid against this kid and every time he steps on the ice as a center, and and I think that you can still drive the play from the wing. There are a lot of wingers in this league that that play like centers, but don't have that defensive responsibility. So I think it makes the job a lot, a lot easier to uh, have your game offensively when you don't have all that defensive responsibility
2: now uh, one other young rookie who's maybe not getting a lot of talk around the league but his numbers are really good they're very close uh, when you look at points per game and everything else uh, Dmitry Vornkov. Uh tell me about him and has he been a little bit of a surprise to you as how well he's played
1: no he's not he hasn't been a surprise because we, we were waiting for him for a long time he decided to stay in the KHL he was a, he was a, an important player for Kassande Went into the uh, final of the year um, Omsk won it with Bob Hartley, and they they lost in game seven. He's played on the national team, won the Olympic uh, or been in the Olympics, being in the uh, the the World Championships. So he was a mature player, even though he's still young. Uh, and he's six foot five. He's two hundred and thirty pounds. We we waited for him, as I said, and and, and had uh, had to. Um, you know, talk, talk, and talk into uh, coming here. And, and once he did, um, you know, I, I think there's always a little bit of an adjustment period just because the game is so fast here and, and so different in the small rink. But he's adjusted real well. I think his game is he's even better suited for the uh, small rink now that he's gotten used to it. Uh, and he's only going to get better. So we're very pleased to have him and he's uh even though he doesn't speak uh, a word of English me, really, he seems like a great teammate guys gravitate to him and uh it's been interesting to see him and uh, Alexander Texier who's French they hang out all all the time together and and they don't speak the same language so it's <laughs> an interesting dynamic for sure but he's an intriguing player because he's so big and he's got skill and he's got good hockey sense so once um uh, you know he uh Really gets used to this league and 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 uh, understand what it takes here to to be a top player. There's a lot of potential there.
2: Yarmol, yeah, uh, you know, you got a lot of other young guys on your team. Of course, uh, 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 Charnikov is is pretty young. Uh, of course, you've got um, Cole Sillinger. Then you go on your on your back end and. You know, David Yerichek, uh, who is a very high draft pick for you, uh, has played 36 games this season. You've had lots of injuries on your back end this year, being kind of decimated at times by injuries. Um, was, is, is he playing sooner up in the NHL just because of those injuries, or or were you hoping to get him in this many games?
1: No, I, I think you never want to rush um, a defenseman in particular. That's probably the hardest position to play as a, as a young man in the NHL. Your, your mistakes get exposed right away and, and uh, your weaknesses. And, and But he's a big, big guy. He had a solid season in the American League last year. Played really well there. He, he earned his spot on our team. And he's been back in Cleveland a couple times this year because if he's not in the lineup, we want him playing. We don't want him uh, sitting in the press box eating popcorn because he's not going to get any better doing that. So um, he's out of the lineup tonight but uh he's he's a guy that we have high expectations for but as i said as a, as a young defenseman it takes a while to get used to the pace and and the defensive responsibility this is so hard for the same reason as i mentioned for the centers that you 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 see uh, the coach you see a, a young defenseman on the ice and they they're going to they're going to throw their best line on the ice every time when you play on the road
2: your team has actually done very well against the Edmonton Orders. You won three straight. Uh, the Orders haven't beat you since uh, 2021. Um, uh, any, any secret to your success against the Orders?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's it's uh, it's such a great league because any team can beat anybody on any given night, and and there's never any any freebies, that's for sure. Now Edmonton's coming into this game with a uh, 13-game winning streak, and I'm sure they're full of confidence. I, I, I think I know the feeling they had because a few years ago we won 16 in a row and it seemed like we could never lose another game but uh nobody's gonna win 82 and we're gonna take it as a big challenge tonight and see if we can uh end their winning streak but they're a great team so it's it's uh, great to see they bounce back from a tough start and they had a very similar start to ours but they were able to go on a streak and we weren't so uh good for them
2: you mentioned that 16 gamer. I talked to Sam Gagne a little bit. Of course, uh, he was on your team that, that that time. He had 16 points in those 16 games as a fourth line center who was on your on your power play unit. And Yarmo, know, up until that point in the Blue Jackets, uh, I think he had a grand total of two playoff victories prior to that year. Um, At the time, I think that run, you know, it won 50 games that season. But that might have been like, you know, at that point, obviously the upset uh, over uh, and then some playoff series wins after have been better. But at the time, that 16 game win streak was probably like the highlight of the franchise. How how much uh, do you think that that helped, you know, kind of connect your fans to the team even more?
1: We have a great fan base they're passionate and they're hungry for success so <clears throat> whenever we've had such good success in the regular season or, or in the playoffs the, the the atmosphere in the building is incredible and they're they're behind us and even now that we're we've been struggling in the standings we've had we've sold out i think six out of the last seven games and and many of the games coming up are sold out so we we couldn't have a better fan base that's for sure they're they're Hundred percent behind us, and and the atmosphere in that building can be electric. So we just got to earn their trust again, and play better, and 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 get into those moments where we can uh, really bring the excitement into the building. And and uh, but it's it's a tough league. Only sixteen teams make the playoffs, and we were able to make it. Uh, I think four times in a row, and they 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 were great times. And I think that the the um, three times we played against the eventual. Uh, stanley cup winner that that beat us in the first round and and uh the year we beat uh tampa that won the regular season then we ran into boston who was second i think in the regular season in the in in the second round and they lost in game seven so it's a it's a tight race to the playoffs and it's even a tighter race to get into that uh final game where you have a chance to uh to lift the cup that everybody dreams about
2: Yermo yeah, well, Patrick Liney's come to Columbus and, you know, he's been frustrated, man. The guy's, he's his harshest critic. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, he was just starting to find his game in early December. I think he had three goals, five points in six games. Looked like he was coming around. And then he got injured, hasn't played now since the 14th. What's the latest prognosis on his health?
1: Yeah, he could be back at the end of this week. He's been skating uh, in full practice now. He's looking good. Okay. He's, uh, he's put a lot of work into it and to, to, uh, Make a comeback and and uh, have a real strong second half of the season here. So, unfortunate injury, injuries. Obviously, he had a concussion and then then the uh, the fall in Toronto um, that broke his clavicle. So, um, we we hope that he's back sooner rather than later in full health and 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 uh, on the level that that uh, we expect him to be because he can be an important part of our team.
2: And. Uh- Elvis Merzlikens came out, you know, is obviously been frustrated. You know, he talked about, oh, I want to trade. And where, where are you at with Merzlikens? How difficult is it to, if you have a player who wants out? How do you handle that?
1: Well, it's funny because first it came out that we need a different scenario because he, he wasn't playing and he wasn't happy and we wouldn't want him to be happy not playing. Then it came out that he wanted to trade and then he retracted that, said that he didn't say that he wanted to or, or misspoke and, and doesn't want to get traded, loves Columbus, and now he's at the net for the last couple games. He's playing tonight, and and I think that the uh, the discussion that we had internally, and I always like to keep those internal, was that uh, let's get back to you being number one and and play like one. And I think that's the simple simplest way always to correct those situations is is just to uh, earn your ice time, whether you're a player uh, or a skater or a goalie. You 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 play like you deserve it, and then you'll be put in those spots. And if you play like a number one goalie and and, and Work your butt off every day and be a good teammate, and um, there's there's no problems. Everybody's happy.
2: <laughs> okay, and that's fair. And hey, I'm sure you've had over time many players at a certain point, you know, they're frustrated. Maybe the trade request never gets public and then guys play well again and boom, uh, away you go. Did you find, Yarmo that it's, you know, when a team's losing, the frustration level is just so much higher. and And, you know, it's rare when a team's winning 16 out of 25 or 16 out of 20 that guys are asking for trades, right? Like losing normally is when you start to see the frustration boil over.
1: Yeah, yeah. But internally, there can be some, even if you're winning, somebody's not happy about their ice time and roll and all that. And I think the the best message in those situations for all of us, including the management, is that maybe it's time to look in the mirror and uh, make some adjustments.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
2: You know, one last one for you. Is you, you head into the trade deadline? You, when the season began, I'm sure you guys had a plan that you know what we're not going to be sellers. We were hoping to be in a position where maybe you could be buyers, and, and obviously that's not uh, that's not going to be the case right now with your team. Um, there hasn't been a lot of movement yet. You know, Jack Roslovich is a, is a UFA, and, and I think he's really your own uh, your only UFA. Where are you on potentially moving guys with term? Are you open to that, or do you still feel like you've got a good group and you want to give another run with this group?
1: Well, I think that we've always said whether whether we're sellers or buyers, and especially if you have a young core like we do, that uh, you know if we're ma- going to make moves, we're, we're not doing anything for the short term uh, fix. We're doing something that makes sense for the long term as well. So I never never say never to any any proposals or any ideas. Uh, we we always think it through with our management group. Uh, and uh, try to make the decisions that will make us stronger now, but also into the future.
2: Yarmo, as always, I appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck tonight. We'll see you at the rink.
1: Thank you. See you at the rink